It's better. Okay. Uh, it's it's not perfect, but it's better. Okay. Is, well. is my mic in a good place now? Yes. A little, uh, little up. Just a little up. Just a little, little upper. A little more. Right. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. You point that phallic object at your mouth. Rub my beard all over this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get Andreas's germs off of it. Yeah, yeah you're really scrubbing. That's what the beard's for. It kind of wipes the germs we off don't know before it, you get that, to town. Which mic is which? Yeah, we have true. no idea which one is. <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm using the same mic, but I have no idea <laughs> which. <laughs> don't do that. This pop, is my filter pop filter I'm using. <laughs> don't do that. I don't like that. That that bothers me greatly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, we're in a new spot. <laughs> yes, we are. Rick, this this recording studio, studio, is <laughs> luxurious. As, as if we didn't just spend the past fifteen minutes putting up an event tent in a garage, the size of the garage that we're sitting in, with curtains like jerry rigged all around this is jank i feel like i I really think you need to take a picture of this setup (laughs) i i will once we finish recording yeah i think event tent is evocative of like a pagoda (laughs) this is just like a camping canopy it's like one of the like oh my dad likes tailgating a little too much and he bought a tent for it i mean it is actually a football team's uh, thing case in point yeah uh, so yeah, we're in a new spot. We're figuring out the acoustic stu- stuff. Bear with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, please, because uh, I can still hear a lot of echo right now. Yeah, and uh, currently none of you who know who I am. Addition- oh, yeah. yeah, additionally, uh, continuing on with the out with the old and with the new, we've got our new deep voice guy. I mean, yeah. uh, why don't you introduce yourself, <laughs> new deep voice guy? Hi. <laughs> Before we do that, we should probably figure out what movie we're doing so we can give his traditional. He can give the correct, <laughs> correct yeah. introduction. Right, well, yes, we don't know what we're doing, so it's time to spin the wheel. All right, uh, Rick, you hold it. Brian, you spin. Okay. Ready? Three, two, Wait, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Spin. Come on, fast times. Commando. Commando. Okay. I am so excited All about right. this right it's, now. It's, it's kind of a classic. I a, don't know about a... that movie. Wait, do do two of us not know of this movie? It's, I probably just don't remember its name. It's a it's an old Schwarzenegger. I'm entirely is, unfamiliar with it. It is in many ways the like er Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like it it is the most ideal Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie that is not a Terminator movie. That Lots of him shirtless shooting a machine gun. At people that are just like falling over. Absolutely. And then terrible one-liner after terrible one-liner. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that like Binge felt a disturbance in the action movie force when we decided to move this move to this movie. Oh, just so you all know, I am absolutely terrible one-liner after terrible one-liner. <laughs> Good. Uh, speaking of which, hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville and uh, I need to cool off. <laughs> you stole mine, damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville. And Brian, you're a funny guy. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Okay, I know that line. Yeah. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville. And if he dies, he dies. <laughs> that's not, <laughs> no, that's not even I'm pretty sure I guy. Right. <laughs> that's totally wrong. That is on our wheel of action movies, but that's not the right one. Is that really on there? Uh-huh. That particular Rocky? Yes, the oh best Rocky, gosh. correct. And I am Caleb, an analyst here in the Nashville area, and my pecs glisten. And we're opinionated. And tonight.
tonight, as you know, we're watching Commando. Commando came out in 1985. It currently has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was directed by Mark L. Lester and written by Jeff Loeb and Matthew Wiseman. And it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Don Chong, Dan Hyeda, James Olsen, and many, uh, Bill Duke, and many others. A retired Special Forces colonel tries to save his daughter, who was abducted by his former subordinate. Dun, dun, dun. I've seen it once. It was funny, and it didn't really merit watching again. <laughs> that is like, correct. <laughs> I had a good time watching it, but at no point was I like, man, I'm going to buy this movie. And like, I'm pretty sure it was Benj's copy that I watched. Probably. That would make uh, sense. I think that, I'm pretty sure Benj loves this movie. I, I feel like that, this is the kind of movie that Benj would be like it's a, all it, about. This is a quintessential Benj movie. All that matters is that you have memories of positive vibes. Am I yeah. Right? I do have memories of positive vibes. Um, it it was entertaining through and through, and you're kind of right that when people think of the old like cheesy Arnold movies, mm-hmm. this is kind of the quintessential one that they think of. Whether or not they think of, oh, I'm watching Commando. Mm-hmm. Everything that would make up one of those like the classic Arnold movies is in this movie, right? Exactly. The like over like you mentioned the overtop glistening muscles mm-hmm. and like just. The almost bulletproof nature of Arnold himself. I also hope that there is like a a weirdly shoved in I'll be back reference, even though it has no place in the movie. Was this after Terminator? I'm sure it is, yeah. Terminator was like one of his first movies. One of the other things I recall films like this is that there's always these ridiculous cuts between Arnold just going, ga, 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 and people just like running out of cover and falling over and like... They might not even be in the same building, not mm-hmm. even the same environment. It's yep. ridiculous. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's exactly this movie. I have, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. It's in this movie. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, Brian, do you remember why? I mean, you kind of got everything wrong about it. So, do you, <laughs> have you seen this movie before? The movie I thought you guys were talking about was either with Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone, where there there's like an army unit using super soldier serum. And the bad guys juicing up on at the end of it, either Arnold or... I think you're thinking of Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> no, Maybe it's Dredd? a different super soldier. It's like for actual soldiers. Maybe Dredd? Because Judge Dredd has no, some something kind of like that. that. Could it be the... Uh, the um, the Not Million Dollar Man. It's the one where he goes and like... The fuck. sixth day? No, that... It's about clones. I don't think so. What's the running man? No, Running Man's about... Uh, I think we've done Running Man. I don't think we've done Running Man. Anyway. Anyway. So, no, you don't know anything about this movie. I, I recognize some of your one-liners. That's it. Okay. Well, that's kind of because they're... Cla- like, th- there are one-liners in this movie that have just... It's kind of like how I'll Be Back just made its way into pop culture. And just propagating like, stuff in everything. this movie that just did that. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm ready to get into it and watch it. It's a fun movie, and I've spent too much time setting shit up in this garage. I want to get out of here. Um <laughs> Guys, we'll be back in just a minute, but before we do, you should buy Rick's book. It's got all sorts of glistening muscles in it. Now from a word from our sponsor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the only one we've got, the, the self-promotion of Rick Fox. <laughs> one day it'll be on Audible, and we can say, you know, sponsored by Audible, <laughs> there technically you go. in a sense. Yeah. If uh, there's an audio book, it might feature some of the voices of people that are on here. Exactly. It's true. Uh, Rick Fox recently published his book, Fate's Pawn. It's available on Amazon and paperback and e-reader forums. And it's got lots of muscle dudes, correct? Uh, you know, there's some guys with muscles, yeah. There are, are they, humans with muscles. Are they glistening, are they glistening muscly like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or are they more lith? There was a muscle boy. Uh, there's mo- there there's muscle one boy? muscle boy, but they're yeah. mostly more lith. More lith. Yeah. Well, if you enjoy Sounds lith like Edward boys, Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> 
If you enjoy lith boys or glistening muscles, check out Fate's Pawn, available on Amazon. Additionally, our Patreon is live. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. For as little as one buck a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content, including early access to our episodes, listener suggestions. Uh, man, some uh, some first impressions that we did when movie theaters still existed. Right. And, uh, and even a few tabletop gaming episodes. So check that out. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. Guys, we're going to be back in just a minute after we're finished watching Commando. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went to a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Do you think that he is going to give us any problems? You'll do exactly as he's told. Last of the way, good fellas. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you going to tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's right, Major. You did. I lied. So I have said, so let it be. You're on the, the ass of the table? No, I'm, I'm at the, the head. head. Brian's the ass. You're in the armpit of the Brian, table. Brian, you're clearly at the ass, am I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's one spot Brian's regularly at, it's the ass. There's <laughs> one ass man I know. <laughs> and am it's I really Brian. the only ass man you know? No. I was gonna say that can't be. I mean, I know it's not the popular opinion, but it's still a good opinion. Is it not? I feel like ass man is, is pretty oh, normal. A lot of men are days. tit man. Okay, well, most you know. a lot of men are tit man. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is a tit man. Did you see the size of his pecs? <laughs> Jeez. It's true. Did you but see you haven't seen his ass. Did you see the size I mean, of, his, yeah. of his tits when he was firing off that machine gun? <laughs> I couldn't. How could I see anything else? They were just jiggling majestically. He was in the speedo, though. So we could kind of see his piece. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. He didn't like focus circle it, it with black marker like he did the rest of his muscles. <laughs> it's not like Terminator where it's just out and proud. Right. He has his dick out in Terminator. Yeah, the original the whole he, time. <laughs> the whole time, yeah. No, <laughs> just when he comes <laughs> back, <laughs> like from the beginning, when before he gets close. Yeah, no, I know he's got his ass out, but I didn't know he had his dick out. I mean, his he's got to have his dick out. Yeah, he's yeah, naked. I, no, I know conceptually. I'm saying I didn't see <laughs> dong on screen. Oh, yeah. You weren't looking very hard, were you? <laughs> were you looking for dong? I did not, but I saw it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I at least look for balls. <laughs> all right, all right, that's it. That's I'm, what matters. I'm, I'm looking. Is there dong in? Terminator. This podcast one. now has a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's visible penis in this Blu-ray. I'm clicking that link. Hell yeah! Thanks for putting that in my search history. <laughs> I have always wanted to know what his junk looks like. It looks like junk. <laughs> always right, wanted right, to know. Home. You say? Yeah. Arnold. Like they, did he lose some of it from the bodybuilding? <laughs> searching Arnold Schwarzenegger's penis. That's fair. <laughs> Seven O's. <laughs> it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search. Try using words that might appear on the page you're looking no, wait, for. For example, cake recipes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Beef saying, cake recipes. Saying, Arnold got that cake. <laughs> yeah. 
this movie's a lot of fun. Um, there are definitely... Okay, there's two things in this movie that stand out glaringly as problems. But <laughs> really? As a whole, the villain is shit ass. <laughs> hey, Both you villains, Steve Carell alone. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Mexican Steve Carell, and then there is shady used him. car salesman. Shady used Australian car salesman in the sweater vest his grandmother knitted him, but died before finishing. Yeah, I feel like they told him like, okay, dude, our our cameras aren't that good. They'll think it's chainmail you're wearing, not like some some weird knit uniform it instead. Looks so what about bad. The, the villains the, are pretty awful. What about yes. the evil guy who looked like a like an evil version of the coach from the Mighty Ducks? The legal one. I've never seen the Mighty <laughs> oh, Ducks. Oh, Sully, the five foot tall guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy at least gets some funny lines to go along with him, and he's not supposed to be intimidating. But they play Bennett as though he is like the equal to Arnold Schwarzenegger, the guy that's gonna be like of all the people that are gonna take him down. If any of them is gonna do it, it's gonna be Bennett with his doughy ass belly and his like gross trucker stash and his tiny tiny arms. In he comparison got the closest. With... <laughs> yeah, he did because the movie just let him. He it had wasn't a power like... vest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it That's was. That's what it was. It made him immune to bullets, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and pipes. And just about everything. And knives. Just bouncing off of him. Yeah. No, because Arnold Schwarzenegger is just an invincible juggernaut throughout the entire movie. Until. Brian, 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 I do not want to see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's flexing cock. <laughs> no, he. He's an unstoppable juggernaut through this whole movie. Yeah, until really the deep. end where it's like, and now there's the emotionally invested upon climactic fight between our our hero and the villain who's well established and people are obviously concerned about. <laughs> not not at all. The, the only thing they do to establish him is have him say, "I'm the only thing standing between yeah. you and him yeah. now," and then never even try to stop him from killing that guy. Because usually in movies, there's a little bit of visual storytelling. Like, you might have him do something that seems, I don't know, know, maybe like like on par with Arnold Schwarzenegger or even like a little stronger. Like, there was that guy he fist fought for a while that did pretty good for himself. He he got some licks in. Which guy? Cook, I think it was. The dude who showed up at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. No, I'm talking about our main villain. What's his name? Cook would have been a better main villain. He would have. No, he was the muscle. Like he that's the, the why brain. he would have. That would have been why. He <laughs> that's all that Arnold Schwarzenegger is is a giant muscle. <laughs> he is an enormous bicep given human form. You can't out muscle him though. You got out brain him. Well, there's so that's much, not what he even tries to do. There's so much action in this movie. It's honestly hard to keep track of when people got taken out. It makes Die Hard look like it's bland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, because as far as like named enemies mm-hmm. right there, there's like the members of the squad right right so for those that haven't seen it uh it's the story of john matrix i was sure that was just his code name. no no <laughs> no arnold schwarzenegger is matrix uh and his old army squad is pissed at him and well one guy from his old yeah, army squad yeah uh whose name is bennett ben- bennett and, and <laughs> what ex- an intimidating name <laughs> an ex-soldier from his old army squad is pissed at him and so when the opportunity arises to blackmail matrix into helping overthrowing with, like, a, a government bolivian coup or yeah. something like that he he kidnaps schwarzenegger's daughter and then 
they try attempt to blackmail him and it <laughs> and then Schwarzenegger just ignores that and kills his way to finding his Why did the, the politics stop mattering immediately. <laughs> Why did the bad guys kill those early guys? Because they just were soldiers there to guard everyone. He was, well, they were killing. No, them. no, they no, were no. killing the guys in his squad, like mm-hmm. one at a time. Oh, they yeah, knew yeah, they yeah. were coming for him. Right. So right. They, and, and they even explained it. death as well. They said we had to kill your old squad mates so that the general would fly to you to warn you, uh, and we could tail okay. him there to find out where you were. Except they had guys there instantly after the general left. Like it was immediate. Well, yeah, they like they On did the foot. classic villain thing where you know they. They like hit underneath the bottom of the helicopter, <laughs> and as soon as it landed, they scurried into the bushes. See, that's obviously. what they should have actually done, though. Like, have one of the guys be this cool other big muscly dude, have him be super scary and do that, and then that way you can have him kill all the guys and you establish him as a threat. Because Not have a doughy guy go, I'm scary, I promise. Ah. Look at my knife. Because they, <laughs> that's they not establish, a knife. This is a knife. They establish the abilities of Matrix, right? Of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> By having him carry a goddamn tree down he the carries hillside. It. <laughs> well, he well. carries a tree and we can see his muscles. We know he's freakishly strong, right? Yeah. He says he can smell his enemies before they get <laughs> Downwind, to Downwind, I mean... You know. Yeah, I I don't know whether I'm downwind or upwind from any of you. I don't like that's not a Build common the air. We're in a building. There's really? not a wind right now. If there was AC, there would it be. It wouldn't a matter. John Matrix would be able to figure it out. He would be able to tell what direction you he, were in a small enclosed he, garage. He was mad that like he's he's constantly just flinging people off of him. Like it, mm-hmm. people trying to engage him in fistfights do not matter. No, he he's basically like invincible. Invincible. Like bullets just don't hit him. Um, and when also, when he gets hit with a grenade, he gets a tiny scratch he a, on his ribs. He gets, he gets a scratch wow. from the grenade hitting him. Yes, um, and. Chains in his way don't matter. He'll just break them with his bare hands just to get where him. he wants to go. At one point, he's thro- he has a grenade thrown at him, and I would have honestly believed the movie if he had just grabbed it between his two hands <laughs> and contained the explosion between them. Exactly. He's so, an excellent off-roader. However, we've seen that he is. He can. He can. He can not only control cars going ridiculous velocities on straight not down roads, mountains, but he he can survive. Car crashes that immediately result in explosions as he as he escapes unscathed from two of them. In a fly, he can jump out of a flying airplane, going 155 <laughs> miles an hour, yeah. and just like land and be cool. Yeah, no, so, he rolled. Okay, so th- I'm airsick. So we have <laughs> established his abilities. Now let's think. What's what's the uh, Carter uh, Bennett. Bennett? Yeah, yeah. Let's think of what they do to establish Bennett as a threat. Do they loads do, a gun. He, he he loads a gun slowly, one yeah. bullet at a time. He chases a girl for a little while. Yeah, but he doesn't Unsuccessfully. make that. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> right. No, he catches he, her. He, he, catches he her. doesn't catch her through his brawn. He catches her by, by she goes, Daddy? And he just like walks up nodding. And then she's <laughs> yeah, like, he's got like, psych, I'm not your dad after all. He's got a middle-aged dag bod compared to everyone else. She <laughs> should know that's not Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but perhaps his greatest feat he flops through a boarded up wall like someone threw a beluga whale at it. Yes. He oh and and then he tells he tells the general he's working for that I can stop Matrix, but I'm the only one. <laughs> I sure am tough. And that's all we get. Other than that, he like casually saunters around. And the way he walks around through this movie, it makes it look like he forgot he was on set at some point. Because he's just like <laughs> 
anyone know where the snack table is? <laughs> he's just like kind of wandering around, like his little hands rubbing together. Mm-hmm. Like it's and he, the only thing in his repertoire is that he has his daughter. Yes, and that's, that's the it. only thing. And then he has he, Matrix's daughter. And he that's even his says it. Part. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, he immediately is like, "I don't need the girl. No, I don't need the girl. I don't need the gun." <laughs> and, then, and then Matrix just mentally breaks him instantly. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, he, he's like pillow talking him. He's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Because you want to? Because Bennett wanna... has shot him in the arm and has him at gunpoint, and there's nothing that Matrix can do. Assumedly, seeing right, as this right. is the first bullet we've seen do any damage, it's like, oh shit, he's got the golden to be, gun. To be clear, <laughs> right? I don't mean we don't mean that like he got shot in the shoulder and there's a bullet hole through his arm. No, there is a he's tiny a scratch, scratch that you might blood. get by like walking and by a, a like, thorn bush. Oh, my arm is useless. <laughs> I'm one arm now. You can take me, Bennett. Come and, on. And that's it. Bennett, fi- he has the drop <laughs> on Matrix. He's got his. He's got Matrix's daughter. Held hostage. He's got a gun pointed at Schwarzenegger. And all Schwarzenegger has is a knife. And that's it. And Schwarzenegger breaks him instantly. <laughs> yeah. I love He's that. like, you don't want to shoot me, do you? You'd rather you'd rather fight me man to man. And Bennett. Bennett immediately, he's just like, ah, mind broken. <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> I can kill you. And he Bennett. throws the gun at him. Bennett, the best you, part. You want to slowly insert this long, hard knife into my body and then slowly turn it and look into my eyes and see what's going on as you I think, penetrate I think a me. genuine line from the movie in that scene is Schwarzenegger going, you don't want to deny the pleasure. <laughs> and his dog is just there uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Dad? Dad, what kind of squad were you guys you at? Do this anymore. You said you would wait to explain this until I was 13, Father. <laughs> you said you weren't in a part of... I, Agent Chippendales anymore. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and I know we've just immediately skipped on to the end. We're skipping like, so much plot, guys. We are, but... <laughs> yeah. We but, didn't even, like, talk about his new sidekick and best friend. I know. I just <laughs> wanted to talk Sully. about the villain, because if you haven't seen the movie, it's hard to convey what, like, a wet sack of flour <laughs> he is compared <laughs> to Schwarzenegger. It's hilarious. Like it's genuinely the kind of thing you would expect to see in a parody. Yes. Like it's it absolutely is absurd that they try to put this guy up against Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's not like he's like got a gun and got him away. No, they're in a full on fist fight for a good ten minutes, and it's the longest fight that Arnold has been in this movie. Arnold at one point is surrounded by cops, and twenty of them jump on top of him, and he slams up and emerges from them mm-hmm. like like, like just shooting Neo out of Neo covered in all the Agent Smiths. Exactly. Yes. He like hasn't that. had a chance to rest. It's been like three days. <laughs> but watching, watching Bennett and him fight at the end, the way that... Because they show it, and it's like Schwarzenegger's barely holding him off, and Bennett's <laughs> right. really got him, but oh, he's like forcing his head toward the fryer. And you can see... Fire. Yeah. Oh and you can gosh. see like Arnold's gigantic, oh, rippling straining. muscle next to his tiny little bird-like arms and his punch and gut sticking out over his belt. <laughs> and for our listeners who haven't seen a lot of classic Schwarzenegger, I just as an example, I want you to imagine Dwayne the Rock Johnson getting into a fight with Danny DeVito. <laughs> and man, like you're just not sure whether Danny DeVito's going to kick his ass or not. Right? And you're like how much am I going to just like lie to myself and say that I'm buying into this? I, I desperately want that movie right now. Someone in Hollywood, please. It's just a remake t- of Twins. Yeah. No, it's a remake of this movie, shot for shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Brian, you brought up his new, uh, new boo thing, who, who's not really even a boo thing in the movie. Did, that, but, did she, what was her name? She said it like once. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Christy? 
Jane? I have no idea. Christy Jane. I mean, I know it's Ray Don Chong, but like <laughs> Cindy. Which, Cindy. Her name is Cindy. And she got hit on by like the evil Mighty Ducks coach who was like super Sully. short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, Sully gets the best lines in this movie for me. Like, I really like the, you know, early on. Sully, I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you. Oh, yes. like he gets the best lines directed at him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Not it. like he gets to say the best lines. Only only Arnold gets good lines in this right. movie. But then 20 minutes later, he brings it back and says, Oh, Sully, remember how I said I was going to kill you last? Yeah, yeah, you did. I, I lied. lied. I lied. <laughs> did they, did all Maul's ex- back thing have 30 cops? Oh, yeah, definitely. For Word. sure. Yeah. And Word. it's excruciatingly obvious that this is one year after Schwarzenegger like really Higgy got a big. lot of traction. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. They even recycle the I'll be back. I mean, I mean that yeah. happens a lot. Yeah, that's in just about every movie that he does. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is great because that's exactly the level of cheese that I want in my Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. But what they did with the Cindy, mm-hmm. would you guys say that they did a good job of developing her character? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe. It was for an '80s action movie, sure. I mean, they could have done worse, right? They I, didn't have her like immediately trying to fuck Arnold. That's yeah. how. That's why I'm going to say they did. A or good using job. her for fan service. Yeah, yeah I I am okay with her not becoming the like romantic lead in this movie. Right. Yeah. Right. The one thing that feels weird to me about her character is that she goes from being someone who's very suspicious of Arnold and doesn't trust him and is obviously like she's got her guard up yeah. from of all the interactions we see between her and men in this movie. It's very clear like Cause she's everyone got calls her, her a hooker and shit. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> a super huge asshole to her. Yes. It's terrible. Even Arnold, to be honest. Well, but he's, yeah, but he's, he's a not man doing, on a mission. He's he not doing it in the way in the, in the like malicious, I'm gonna yeah. slap her ass and call her toots kind of way. <laughs> That's true. He's doing it in the like you get no choice in the matter you're helping me, right? Right. And so when she goes to when he, when he's tr- he's kind of forced her to help her help him with his plan, right? And he's like, all right, you got to go lure that guy over to me, and I'm gonna come over here and I'm gonna beat him up, and then I'll be able to save my daughter. And she goes and talks to the cops instead. Right. I'm like, okay, that's believable. Yeah. I'm down. But then she makes eye contact with Arnold and she's like, what have I done? That's the part that's weird because I feel like you either need, you, you have to go one way or the other because she goes from that to just like being on his side Josh, now. Yeah. Is that weird or is it more weird that she learns to operate a rocket prope- a, a rocket launcher I feel by like reading I the manual, immediately a rocket launcher by and immediately it up. just, just point direction pull trigger. Not yeah. just that though, but also goes from oh the cops will help me to I will aim a rocket launcher at a cop vehicle and blow it the fuck up. To be up. fair, they called that's her a after the cop pulled up next to her, rolled down the window, and was like, <laughs> "You sure, classy hooker?" Yeah, they're not the what good you, cops. What do you think she was gonna do before that? Was she just gonna like? She's just gonna speak? ask politely. <laughs> yeah. Arnold would just burst out of there, and he'd get, she'd give him a ride. Rick, <laughs> if someone kidnapped you, mm-hmm. and I pulled up next to them, my first instinct would be like, hey, can I have Rick back, please? And then if they call me a dirty slut, i blow him up. That's yeah. like the escalation. That's step one, <laughs> step two. Josh, you dirty slut. I, that's it. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. You're going to get blown up tonight. Editing Josh. Insert an explosion here. <laughs> just boom. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's weird that Cindy goes from being so suspicious to so helpful. I would have preferred if they took it one of the one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Either have her like, 
oh, as soon as he explains that, like, hey, I'm trying to save my daughter, she's just, oh, okay, cool. I'm on board now. My character is going to help your character. Right. Or if she's going to be suspicious through it, make it where it takes a good deal longer, right? Like, they had plenty of time. Yeah, where she's like, ah, shit, no, just let me go home. And he's like, you know how to fly a plane. Fly me to Bogota. (laughs) I, I absolutely agree with you, Josh. But on the other hand, this is a movie where the level of dialogue quality is at one point in the movie, she gives a probably 45 second rundown of the entire plot leading up to that moment just for Arnold to go, no. Yes, yes. And one I of agree. my favorite lines is she says, like, I'm tired of this macho bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like she's yeah. The, almost the foil of the entire genre, making fun of the spectacle <laughs> yeah, of the whole exactly. thing, which is the point of this which, entire film. Which falls so flat because it's immediately followed by like more macho bullshit. Muscle, macho bullshit right. This movie just constantly is cranking the mm-hmm. macho bullshit meter higher and higher until Arnold is in a speedo yeah. swimming to this island with a gigantic Shooting arsenal. thousands of bullets. Yeah. Okay, and, and to your point, like, yes, it's ridiculous. I guess... In a movie where every character is just very flat and like, this is their character, Mm -hmm. it feels weird that she, it feels like we got one idea for Cindy at the beginning, one idea for Cindy in the second half, and it's weird that they're not, it's weird that she's not as like, this is Cindy consistent character. I have to disagree because I think they did a good job of making a dynamic character. It's just that the turn wasn't well executed. For her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the mall scene. What other character has that in the movie? Bennett. Would, uh, <laughs> Bennett, he goes from alive to dead. No. Yeah. She's like the one dynamic character in the whole thing. Everyone else is just static as can be. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, I that's know. And, I, and I'm saying that because that happened and because it was done so like abruptly, it felt even more out of place in this movie where there aren't there aren't any like engaging or like rounded characters, yeah, yeah. right? Well, it just felt what weird. would you do differently if you were going to make that turn in a way that was convincing? As soon as Arnold tells her, as soon as, because she's still freaking out. She, okay, they've gotten in the car and they're tailing the dude. As soon as he says, he's kidnapped my daughter and I have you, to save her in 10 have, hours, otherwise they'll kill her, have her be on his side. You have to build up to that moment, though. Like, I think that they, you actually do have some of the seeds of doing that in that at the beginning, he's very taciturn and doesn't tell her anything at all. Yeah. He just says, follow that guy. No. And st- stonewalls her every time. But if you had him, like, eventually be like, all right, fine. I have to, I'm going to tell you, like, my daughter's been mm-hmm. kidnapped. Like, mm-hmm. if you build up to that, maybe it could work. But also, you've got to realize that this is Arnold's, like, third movie, and you're still dealing with Arnold's level of acting talent. I mean, anyone's level of acting talent in this movie. <laughs> I Accurate, think, I yes. Think Bill Duke and Ray Don Chong probably have the best acting in this movie. I think yeah. Arnold's the worst, though. Bill Duke's the, the doughy guy, right? No, Bill Duke is Cook. Oh, okay, yeah. He's the, I'm going to slowly dry shave. He's genuinely intimidating. Like, he shows yes. up at the beginning, and we get more of him in the middle of the movie. But, like, he has the look that I think Doey Bennett is trying to have. Right. This, like, I they look... should have just swapped their characters. Absolutely. 100%. He just looks dangerous in this movie, and I'm, I'm impressed with yeah. that. Like, Especially because, like, Bennett easily could have fit the, like, I'm just going to steal a car from the dealership. Yeah, 100%. Persona. Right, yeah. And... Freaking Bill Duke is there, like, classing it up. He's the only guy who's not dressed like a schmuck in this movie. Right. Like, he seems menacing. When he throws punches, it actually feels like, okay, he might actually be able to land a punch on Schwarzenegger. Exactly. As opposed to doughy-ass Bennett, who's like, thud, thud. <laughs> and Arnold's having to be like, oh, no. Ow. Oh, 
I'm really tired. <laughs> you sure got me, man. I've been shot twice. A grenade exploded. And he got knifed. Me. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's knifed. no impact on his flesh whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah. No, it just, it just it doesn't work for me. You know who I really wish had played Bennett? Carl Weathers. Because then you'd have like this movie and you'd also have Predator where they like have the like hand slap and you can just yeah. imagine that they're somehow connected. Like it's an alternate universe yeah. where the Predator never ate all of them. <laughs> I, you know who I would have loved to play Bennett? Who's that? Someone with muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you could have a sexual Tyrannosaurus guy from Predator 2. Basically, anyone in Predator. Anyone. Just, wasn't that Jesse Ventura? Yes. Yeah, Jesse you Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Because Jesse Ventura is also in uh, in The Running Man with Arnold. Like, you could make mm-hmm. that work. He's there, actually an intimidating. There's lots of people you could choose <laughs> besides, what's his name? I'm going to, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Vernon Wells. <laughs> What he else sound, has he been in? You know what? He sounds and looks like someone who would be a sci-fi nerd. Like, has he been in any other action movies at all? Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior. What? Really? Oh, yeah. As who? Uh, Wes. Really? Yep. He was also in Weird Science as Lorja, and that looks like it's just one of those 80s movies that's an excuse to have a spaceman and then lots of tits in the movie. Like um, you do. I mean, you know, nothing wrong with that. You know. And then he was in Inner Space. Uh-huh. That sounds Smash really familiar. I need to see Wes cuz I remember I vaguely remember Wes from Mad Max and I remember him being like, you know, reasonably intimidating. Yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to see if he's in Okay, wait. What else. year was Mad Max? That cannot be the same guy. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. It was. Holy shit. He was Wes from The Road Warrior. I guess they must. When 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 did that come out? 1981. So four years after after that. It's been huh. rough. Apparently, it was a rough <laughs> four years. Jeez, because Wes actually looks kind of intimidating. He looks he scary. I guess they saw that and was like, "Oh yeah, we'll get Wes." And then he came on set and they're like, "We should have told him fuck. beforehand so we could work out." <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you been doing to prepare for your role? I've just been drinking lots of milk. <laughs> I've okay. been drinking milk and eating sleeves of cookie dough. <laughs> I think I think that's why they got him because uh, Road Warrior came out four four years before Commando. It must be like that's the only thing that I can imagine is they just didn't know what he looked like now. <laughs> I'm trying to think of plot points in this movie, like things that happen. There's three plot points. His daughter gets kidnapped. He goes to find his daughter. He gets his daughter back. Those are all of the plot points, Josh. Well, I mean, because he does kind of go one by one and kill the different like dudes. Because him cause, getting because on the plane. there's two different there's two different types of enemies in this movie for him. There's the like stormtrooper esque just random militia. There's Almost a million of them, and I will yeah I will basically. mow them down without a second thought. And then there are the like I'm intentionally hunting down the like gang members, right. right? And the first one he killed. So earlier in the movie. When they first got him and they're blackmailing him and they're sending him on this mission that they're trying to blackmail him to right. do, they're putting him on a plane. Mm-hmm. And that guy gets killed in a bad way. Yep, there are two yeah. gang members. The first one is there to make sure he gets on the plane. The second gang member is taking the flight with him and is there to make sure he gets off the plane. Yeah. Right. And the first person he kills is the person is the one riding the plane with him. Oh yeah. And he just it's I love the way he does this, where he asks the attendant for a pillow and blanket and then just snaps the dude's neck and makes it look like he's just taking a little nap. In yeah, the it's, it's a great moment. And, and then he has to get his pun in. 
Don't disturb my friend. Oh, he's, he's dead he's tired. Dead tired. <laughs> I I really wish that all of these guys had been a part of Matrix's old unit. Like they had all I thought decided. They were. I thought they were until you corrected me. Yeah, they like, had yeah, their own recording. unit going. They, on. they should Dude, have been his. Dudes. They should have been his old unit. It should have been a situation of like you made us all look bad, Matrix, and then when you left, everything fell apart. So now we're gonna kill you. Uh, we were gonna kill that village for their gold, and you stopped us, Bennett. You turned us in. <laughs> no, Bennett. You don't have the to bad pay. Guy. Matrix, you stopped us, Matrix. Oh yeah, Matrix. <laughs> but instead, Bennett's like his whole reason for revenge is that Matrix like kicked him off the squad. Yeah, right? yeah, for doing for, drugs. I guess for being crazy, killing kids, something. They Who didn't knows? say, but also it's just like, man, he really like he took that job loss hard. <laughs> right. yeah. Bennett, you you couldn't run the ten minute mile. Like you you failed the physical exam. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> Fuck you, Matrix. This was my life. Pigman Takes a big bite out. of cookie dough. <laughs> 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 they, uh. So he goes killing, killing off the gang members one by one. So he kills off a uh, weird safari hat Hawaiian shirt guy first. Right. Then he kills the midget man. Right. He, I, I, I like is, the build up fun, to that. Where, like yeah. the the like fighting off the police in the mall is a really fun mm-hmm. action scene. That's especially that moment where he like grabs onto the balloon stuff yeah. and like Tarzan swings across the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But the highlight of his chase for Sully is when Sully is in a phone booth and like has shot at him and he runs up to it, <laughs> starts shaking it like it's a vending machine that won't give back his cookies and then tears the entire thing out of the ground and flips it like one of those Scottish like pole flipping <laughs> yeah. contests. It's amazing. I love and it. And Sully's fine because he yeah. has evasion. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's got his rogue skills up in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like the pacing was a little slow on finally taking him out though. It seemed like they dedicated like 20 minutes of screen time just to that one chase. Just to the Absolutely, one dude. Yeah. yeah. Because it goes from that to, oh no, then mall cops have stopped Schwarzenegger momentarily, yeah. allowing him, allowing the villain to get away. And then Schwarzenegger has to chase him down in the car scene where they're just bumping bumpers. And this guy is just, not, like, it's not a yeah. exciting enough car chase for it to really... Because it fit. is just them doing the classic, like, ah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm next to you and I'm gonna turn my wheel and slam into your side. I'll mm-hmm. shoot at you with my gun really badly a couple times. And miss everything. Right. And, and right on Chunk, yeah. screaming her head off. At the same time, that's where they do a lot of uh, character building with Cindy. Yeah, So maybe it's justified. Could be. That is that is the moment after the turn when she kind of decides to take Take his side. Because that's right after she's like, she saved him from getting shot by a cop, and now she's on his side. You know what it should have been? I feel like Sully should have taken her hostage or something and told her that, yeah, yeah we really did kidnap his daughter. We're going to kill her, too. And then I'm going to kill like, you just like I'm looking forward to killing his daughter. Yeah, exactly. That would have made it a lot more convincing and probably yeah. done it in a pretty short time. Yeah, And exactly. would have made more sense why she was, oh, because now she feels indebted to him, and mm-hmm. also she realizes I was wrong. he was telling the truth the whole time. Oh, he's really charming. She just came around. And maybe she could have helped to take in one of the goons out that had nabbed her instead of, like, bumping over a mall cop. Well, because later she does kind of help with 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 the with fight Cook, against yeah. Cook, right? Where she distracts Cook oh, yeah. for she thirty seconds for, for ten seconds while Schwarzenegger hides behind a door, and then she runs and hides while the <laughs> fight ensues. And, and that's weird... what happens right after the short guy gets taken. Exactly, that's right. Yeah. There's a weird miggle door between their room and another room where two people are naked and fucking. Yeah, and I just I guess that was just like their one use of boobs that they could. They got they got lots of motherfuckers in the in the movie, but they could only have one pair of tits. Yeah. That was it. 
and it was completely unnecessary, unsurprising. I mean, but, I, I mean, wonder if that was part of the director's cut. Like, he's like, I really need these boobs in there. It establishes <laughs> the true character moments of this entire movie. Look, Matrix doesn't even sneak a peek. What a gentleman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he shows you thinking about his dog. Or... Um, That's why he can't look at tits right now, okay? <laughs> It'd be weird, Rick. <laughs> But I feel like this is where the story kind of loses me and being having memorable plot points. Yeah. Because after that, they wind up going to this weird warehouse stocked full of weapons. Yeah, like, it's like super a super stock full of not just regular like, like tanks and weapons. everything. Yeah, anything yeah. you could want. Well, I'm, but I feel like that was like. I don't remember the exact wording, but I feel like it was like an army de- depot or something I, like that. I think it was she, an army surplus depot, so that's like where the army sold like extra stuff. It shouldn't have tanks. Right. Why didn't he just get those from like the armed militia island he was going to? I mean, he didn't have that was made of gasoline. It would have been kind of <laughs> cool if he had like. So the way that the fight goes, he kind of like starts out with all these really huge, gigantic weapons. It would have been interesting if he had to like land on the shore with just a knife and kill his way into progressively yeah. bigger and bigger weapons, and then run out of those weapons and just have a garden shed and be like, "I'm still good to go." That's right. Yeah. And despite Man. filling up this car just carts and carts full of these gratuitous weapons all of a sudden the cops show up and like oh you're under arrest well, right he's a good guy he's but, not gonna kill a bunch of cops but somehow well let's not kind of kill let's not <laughs> that's cindy's job remember yeah. he grabbed the bulldozer and like yeah, plowed the, the yeah. building halfway over <laughs> so he's strong enough so he starts this by tearing open the fence like it's chained up and he just tears the chain in half mm-hmm. and he opens up the fence and then you're thinking, oh, maybe, okay, he's that strong. Maybe he, like, breaks the doorknob and goes in. Maybe he shatters a window and climbs in. Nope. He grabs a bulldozer <laughs> off the lot and rams it through the front of well, the store. Well, before he, that, he rips, like, a girder of steel off of it to sneak in to get to the keys to the bulldozer. Josh, clearly he wanted to limit the destruction, and if he tried to smash his way in using his empowered body, it would have destroyed the entire depot. That, oh, see, everything he touches just becomes exponentially stronger. It's why when he laid down two claymores later in the movie, <laughs> it blew up an entire military city. Yeah, like seven buildings explode because he put down a couple of like wall-breaking-down charges. He put down a couple claymores at the base of a building, and then everything, the top of the watchtower blew yeah. up, everything blew Plumes up. Plumes of fire exploding yep. out of the it. The only thing that I can imagine is that they were filled with his car that he had had that for no reason at the beginning it crashed exploded. and exploded. <laughs> yes. Oh man. It's like the it's like everything in a James Bond game where like it would all like even the chairs would explode if you shot them enough. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. Everything in this movie is ridiculous and I think that's what I like so much about it. Um, but it takes itself so seriously. It kind of, but but not in a way that distracts from just how goofy the humor because like yes it's okay this is the plot and this is what's happening and we're not going to make like turn to the camera they're not going to make it's any not, fourth wall breaking jokes it's or not like tongue that. in cheek at all is what no, i mean by that it's not tongue in cheek but at the same time they they they, they wrote those puns into the movie right? <laughs> how serious are they taking they this? gave like three gravity puns for when sully got dropped off of that, that dam or whatever it was oh my gosh <sighs> I think I I enjoy just how entertaining the movie is because there's a lot of movies that are, and I would say that are this bad Mm -hmm. that aren't as entertaining. Right. Um, I think my favorite part of this movie is Schwarzenegger. Um, Yeah. He just, 
I think this is physically this is peak Schwarzenegger where he just looks the part of the action yeah. star. Yeah. Uh, the delivery is classic. Schwarzenegger has not fully mastered English yet. Uh, and also all of his like puns and one-liners just hit for me. Like they're all so bad that they're funny. Yes. Because like, so he stabs Bennett at the end. He kills him by like hurling a pipe through his chest. <laughs> Which he ripped off the wall. He rips a pipe off the wall and hurls it through Bennett's chest, pinning him against a steam tank. And as steam is like billowing forth through the extended pipe coming out of Bennett's chest, he goes, Bennett. You need to let off some steam. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. Like, it's not been established that Bennett is like a super high-strung character. Nothing like that. It's just the situation. Just, hey, there's steam here. This would be funny. <laughs> exactly. He was high-strung about killing him. Yes, but it was not like a character trait of him like constantly being right. that way. Yeah. The one-liners are so bad that they're good. Yes. Uh, I think my least favorite part of the movie is just Bennett. It's, it's funny how bad he is. But at the same time, like, it's not a... Like, the fight's not fun to watch because it's a fun fight. It's fun to watch because, like, oh, haha, look at Schwarzenegger pretend to be in this fight right now. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so I wish that there had been a better villain who was more of a match for Schwarzenegger. You mentioned Carl Weathers earlier. Yeah. And I think that's a great example. He's someone who... Has that physique that you he need is, to believe that he, he could take him on. He is tall and he is muscular and he looks like someone else who could just kick a door down for right. fun. Right. When he and, and Schwarzenegger and Predator do that like handshake thing where they're like fighting over the fighting over it, it feels like, okay, yeah, these two are exactly. equals. And so I would have liked a better villain. Yeah. Um, and yet at the same time, I feel like turn for turn, if you had just swapped out the actor and let him be a more challenging threat to Schwarzenegger. Pretty much everything else happens the exact same way. Yeah. It all would have had a lot more traction. Probably, yeah. So yeah. a casting issue, but otherwise not that big of a deal. A casting yeah. issue and... Oh, and here's the other least favorite thing. The wardrobe. Uh, whoever did the wardrobe <laughs> in this movie just... <laughs> It's just every character, including I mean, Schwarzenegger. I think that was just prime 80s clothing. <laughs> yeah, that might have just been the 80s. <laughs> All right, fine Safari then. hats, Your yeah. least Hawaiian is the 80s. shirts with <laughs> suit jackets over least them. Least favorite part is the 80s. Screw you, 80s. Your style was bad. Uh, but overall, I'm going to give it a solid three out of five uh, highlighted muscles just because it's, mm. it's fun. It's a fun movie. And again, I don't know that I'll ever buy this movie, but it's fun when I get to watch it with you guys. Caleb. I think that if what you're looking for is a gratuitous manly movie, that this could hardly hit the bullseye any more solidly. However, there are some plot points that are seriously weak, including mm-hmm. the casting, mm-hmm. including getting them on the island where he gets arrested and <laughs> yeah. the uh, Cindy shooting the rocket at the squad car and he just <laughs> climbs out and they keep on going. Like, What is even going on here? <laughs> But with that being said, if that is what you're here for, the manly movie, then it is magnificent. So I think um, so I think I would say that my favorite part is probably just when they're on the island, the bullets are flying, Schwarzenegger's pecs are jiggling. <laughs> it does not get any better than that. The no. action is just exquisite. You just love that titty jiggle. <laughs> but at the same time, there are some seriously weak Plot points, mm-hmm. getting them on the island, Schwarzenegger getting arrested, the squad car blowing up and him climbing out of it. Did they die? 
Probably. Did they show whether or not? Because I feel no. like he I don't think it mattered. Not killing anyone. They didn't, didn't make it explicit, it. but also they made him bad guys, so you wouldn't feel bad if they did. Yeah. yeah. At least they're like crippled for life. Right. There was no need for that. Like, At they all. Didn't ha- no. It was a five-minute scene where it goes, "Oh, he he tripped the alarm and got arrested." To they called Cindy a hooker, and now she blows them up, and they're on their way. Like, was that scene just so she could shoot the rocket launcher? Was, I think so. I guess yeah, I it think absolutely it was just was. for her to shoot the rocket launcher, mm-hmm. yes. And maybe that's the strongest gesture that she can make, that she's on board with him, yeah. and she's ready to drive I'll him. I'll kill cops for you, Matrix! <laughs> he could have died there. Easily. Yeah. She knows he's invincible by this point. She read the instructions. She knows how to not kill people when shooting a <laughs> That's right. police vehicle. It's actually got a section in there about John. John Matrix is invincible to all forms of explosion. He will be fine. Just Go aim directly at him. He'll be fine. <laughs> no, she just switched it to non-lethal. Hit, hit him with the back of the rocket. Set rocket, launch, set rocket launchers just to stun. stun. Yeah. <laughs> but with all that being said, I think that I'll still give it four rockets out of five. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But only for this specific genre. Everything else, it would be like oh, yeah. two. Yeah. It would be weak. <laughs> uh-huh. I think my favorite part, like at first, I, it's definitely going to be Arnold, but if I'm, not th- if I'm just thinking about this movie-wise, I really appreciate the, uh, the beginning of the movie because it's kind of, it, it, if they had started with Arnold at his house, just hanging out with his daughter, it would have been a lot slower, but... They did start with that. No, they yeah. start with the all the army guys oh, dying. Fair, 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 fair. And yeah. all of those like really good cheesy one liners, like that's that's peak what this movie is, and you're already like you're segging for what mm-hmm. you're gigging. Yeah. Like the dude coming out with his trash and what if, did they just have like uh the the first one liner's not gonna work, he didn't say the cool trash thing. What do I say now? Like <laughs> they have to be thinking about this the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. Worst is probably fucking Bennett, I guess. <laughs> Cause I mean he he did some cool stuff. He's just dagbog and shit. <laughs> yeah. If they had him on cocaine or something, where like I can see him like playing through the pain or something, that'd be one thing. But uh-huh. he's just—he needs to be on the juice. Yeah, he needs the juice. But uh, this is peak eighties, so I gotta give it a uh, three out of five or three and a half out of five. Uh, weird wardrobes. All right, fair enough. So, I think that this movie is the ideal 80s action movie. I think that it is like, if you think of an 80s action movie in some way, shape, or form, you are either thinking of this movie or thinking of something that was deeply influenced by mm-hmm. this movie. Um, but this Ar- movie was deeply influenced by other movies. I'm sure it was. But I mean, like, this is what people think of when they think of an Arnold action movie. But all yeah. art is built on the shoulder of giants. Giants. Yeah. And yeah, gi- Arnold, Arnold has giant. some gigantic All art is built on the shoulders, shoulders of Arnold. Yeah. Like, I, I think that this movie is way more fun than I thought it was going in. And I was excited to go into it, like, from the beginning, from the yeah. moment it, it picked, popped up on the wheel. Um, it, it's just a blast the entire way through. It's silly, it's stupid, but it has fun with that. And I think that the way that it never, like, winks at the camera, but also has these just terrible one-liners really makes it work. And the one-liners are my favorite thing because they're just non-stop throughout the entire thing and they're terrible they're but hilariously they're bad perfectly exactly yes. it's just long enough and you can always just see it coming just a second before it, the movie tells you like oh he's gonna make a fun, pun about him falling down this hill there you go damn bitch right there my friend he's dead tired <laughs> just stuff uh-huh. like that constantly it's perfect it's exactly what i want but yeah at least everything 
is de- Bennett's dad bod, but it's also kind of hilarious how bad that works because it kind of makes it stand out uh, in a way that it would not if they were equals. Mm. And so yeah. I have to give it at least that, but it does break a lot of the tension of the movie and make it hilarious rather than uh, fun for the action's sake. Um, yeah. Overall, like in terms of movie quality, I'm going to give this a... Uh, I'm going to give it two vibrating biceps out of five because it's not a good movie but that don't hear that as me not recommending this movie because it is a a really fun time and you should go see it it's just it's not a good movie so that feels a little harsh right i am a harsh person what can i say yeah, but you're generalizing when yeah. this is a masterpiece in one specific in, way. It's a niche. In terms of 80s action movie, this is like a four out of five. In terms of like all movies ever, this is like a two out of five. Do you like this as much, or what would you rate uh, Die Hard? What would you rate Die Hard? Die Hard I'd give a lot higher because it's actually got a really good story and really managed to sell a lot of the character and that kind of thing. The right. action's really solid. It's solid all around the board. This one is just a fun movie rather than a good movie. But I would point out that diehard movies tend to have a lot, like an exceptionally large amount of action scenes, but this movie had like five times as many as any diehard yeah. movie. Oh, to be clear, I don't mean any diehard movie, because like the later diehards are nothing like the original. I was specifically no. comparing it to the original diehard. Like that one is a classic on a ton the of The later diehards mm-hmm. feel more like Fast and Furious exactly. movies to me. And they're they're bad for it. Like they, they, they've lost everything that made the original diehard work and good. We should do diehard sometime. Die Hard would be fun. How, ma- how many of those, of those are there? Like five. <sighs> we should do That's Die Hard and Die Hard 3 and The Last Die no, Hard. No, we're going to do them all. We're going to do them all. <laughs> I don't Speaking, think the last couple ones are that bad. Speaking of the doing them, them all, new Fast and Furious trailer dropped. Oh, fuck. It's going to be fantastic. Did no. you know that they're going to exist in the same world as Jurassic World? Are you planet? fucking yeah. kidding me? So I'm guessing they're going to send dinosaurs gonna, to space and drive gonna, them. They're going to have a crossover at some point. Okay. Raptors. Fast, and Fur- Fast and Furious, Jurassic Island. If Vin Diesel gets in a fist fight with a Velociraptor. No, they're going to be racing with Velociraptors. They're going to be racing on the back of one. He's going to be like skidding around corners on a Velociraptor. Blue sparks are flying. He's going to stick a whole thing of nitrous up its ass. If you want to hear more episodes where we stick cans of nitrous up our ass, you can find more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and OpinionatedPodcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. opinionated.